Welcome to TO Interiors. I'm Dee. And I'm Alicia. Thanks so much for joining us, guys. We really appreciate you. Today's topic, we are going to be talking about to spend or not to spend. That's the question. What home upgrades should you, could you, or would you be making in uncertain times? Does that encapsulate your idea? It does. And I, I really want to discuss like, you know, whether to spend or not to spend, because that's, that's the question. But sure. I'm asking. Okay. So before we get to that, girl, you know, I need to know what you're sipping on, what you're sipping on. I have a hazelnut tea and it's kind of reminding me of like a hazelnut coffee, you know? I love it. I am having, I can't stop. I love it. Pumpkin mm -hmm. pie. Mm -hmm. I'm having it again. I love it. Nothing wrong with that. Nope. I let it brew even longer now just to get even more flavor from it. So as what I'm sipping on, what you guys sipping on? I wonder what, what's, what's our listeners sipping on? I hope they're sipping on something good. Email us. Let us know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. So let's get on to today's topic, Alicia. Some houses are always evolving. So what home upgrades should we be making during a certain time? So the the question is not so much which home upgrades. It's whether you should spend the money on them or not is really what most professionals are talking about nowadays. You have to kind of decide how long it's going to take to get the product. So the key here is plan and to have a ton of patience because without patience and a lot of flexibility, you're not going to enjoy the process and you know home renovations are challenging in the best circumstances so you really want to make sure that you prepare yourself for all of the things that could arise so planning is the best way to do that do a little research definitely go out and start looking you can always utilize the internet for pricing but i would go physically to the supply houses or wherever it is that you're going to obtain your materials and start looking at the prices see if the prices are within your budget and if they are not you need to pivot you need to switch gears to another project cuz in most cases people have more than one project they need to do and i'll talk a little bit later about the emotional aspect of it but you have to leave yourself open to the shift in your energy and be ready for rethinking and reframing it. So like, for instance, I have a client, she really wanted to do some hardscaping and landscaping in the back of her house. And it's a huge yard, but because the price was going to be so expensive for the, the excavating and she wasn't going to be able to get anybody out there to do it until next spring. She had to pivot, you know, and you have to be very willing to do that. If you have your heart set on something and you just can't let it go, you probably need to figure out how to do it yourself because there's a couple of issues going on right now. You can't get enough really skilled tradespeople out to your house when you want them there because they have so much work right now you really have to be willing to wait so that's my first tip as far as renovation and you don't want to put a chunk of money down because a lot of them will take a deposit you don't want to get yourself invested in putting a lot of money down or even a small amount of money because that's going to tie up your budget in a waiting game 
So my recommendation is do your research, make sure. And a lot of people have said to me recently, well, what if a contractor tells me that they can come? I give them the deposit and then they call and say they've been delayed on a job and they can't come until blah, blah, date. Yeah, that can happen. That happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That happens a lot. It has happened to so many people that I have spoken to in the last six months. It's a little disappointing. But the truth is, there are always delays, Dee. You know that. Even before the pandemic. Absolutely. Another very interesting factor in the world of delays, when we're talking about renovation, is the delay in obtaining a building permit and appropriate sign-offs from the building department officials as work is progressing. For so many people, these guys are inundated with going out to inspect and make sure that they can issue these building permits. So that's another thing that's slowing down progress. I'm going to just give you a view from my perspective. I've stopped work completely on my house. I don't want to be frustrated. I'm just going to wait it out. You know, maybe you can't wait it out. Maybe you're in a situation where you have a crisis and you have to renovate because you've got like, you have a plumbing issue. Yeah, you can't. Those are emergencies at that point in time. Absolutely. So, you know, everything is being affected. Be ready to spend more money. We used to consider $800 to $1,000 a square foot a lot of money for high-end renovations. You can consider like $2,000. And with gas prices, that's also driving costs higher. That's right. There's no longer so much of a supply issue. It's just that the demand is so high. So if you can hold off on a renovation just because you're tired of something, then you have to learn how to get happy with your situation first anyway, because doing that renovation is not going to make you happy. That's right. So if you have an issue, like we were saying, foundation-wise, plumbing-wise, floor becoming uneven, work not done properly in the past, and now you're wreaking havoc from it, Those are different situations. In that case, you have to spend the money, even if it's just to repair the issue. And then later on, you come back and fix it cosmetically. But repairing the issue is going to be the number one priority. So definitely. Mm -hmm. Cash is king. I want to just say that too. You know, we all know that. But if you are in the position to, not so much with the contractors, I wouldn't suggest that, please, but with material costs. Be smart. I did something that (laughs) I was kind of being emotional, but I remember, gosh, it feels like a long time ago because this is the first year I'm using the patio, but I bought pavers that were discontinued at the end of the season. It was like the end of the spring and summer season. And I called one of my supply houses and I said, listen, do you have anything that you have limited quantity of or something that's been discontinued that you know you're not going to reorder and you're not sure you're going to be able to sell it and it's it's how much do you have of it and is there anything like that he said actually let me look it up yeah by the way i have these cambridge papers this is the color Da-da-da. i said huh it's so funny but it was exactly the colors that i needed so i looked it up online because i wasn't there and i just said i'll take it he will first of all I said how much is it and he told me and i was like cash price with like $200 less. I was like, I'll take it. So I spent the $200 and having it delivered. So I said, well, what's the cost of delivery? And he told me. I said, okay, so what all the materials I need for it to do the job? I'm going to do it myself. I knew I wasn't going to do it myself because that was too much. But he's like, okay, you need this. You might need that. The stuff sat in my driveway because it was on two pallets. 
And it sat there until I could figure out who was going to put it in. And the truth is, I did hire some like local young people to help me to do some of the work. They were in over their head. So this is the other thing. When I realized they were in over their head, I gave them some cash and sent them on their way. And then I hired a legitimate outfit to come and do it. And it's beautiful. And so it went the whole winter. And then this year, I'm able to enjoy it this summer. So sometimes the planning is the key, right? Doing your research and just hunkering down. Like, don't be so quick to pull the trigger. Does that make sense? Yeah. In your case, you didn't have to. You weren't in a rush. There was no issue. You just wanted to be able to, you know, sit in the backyard, which I understand. Right, right. But you still had grass back there, you know? No, no, it wasn't a need. So it was between two projects. So this was last, whatever it was, before the winter. The fence still desperately needs to be done. It is not cute. It is not attractive. And it's been here probably 20 years. I haven't been here 20 years. But the fence project was my priority. But the fence panels were over $95 for just regular stockade. That was crazy. That was at the beginning of the madness when people couldn't get wood. They couldn't even get plywood. And I was like, yeah, pivot. And I pivoted into something that was, as I said, I knew I wanted to do this. I could have waited two, three years for that patio. But at the time, the patio made sense because I was doing my research and I found something that was like 60% off. So the whole thing is just keep an open mind. That's all. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Those are some good tips to look for discounted things and, you know, items that people are trying to get rid of. Not so much always trendy stuff because sometimes you can find really great deals and things that are going to end up being timeless and they can be less expensive in the long run. Oh, we haven't seen your patio. So you got to oh yeah, work with us one day. We'd like to see it. It's many some pics. I did take some pics. I planted some nice containers. It's really pretty. It's a very architectural looking space. I wouldn't call it modern, but it feels a little commercial in, you know, the house is a Tudor cottage and it feels very traditional, but in the back, I wanted it kind of neutral, like very, very clean. It does have some modern lines, very clean lines. Cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, to spend or not to spend, Alicia, did we answer the question? You got to do your research before you decide to spend or not to spend. And I used the example of the fence, which was $100 a panel. That was a not to spend, but I had the money. So I wanted to do a project and then I spent it on product that was drastically reduced. The question you have to ask yourself is, is this absolutely necessary? Is this an emotional spend? Even if it is an emotional decision to do a renovation, like you don't have to do it because I've held off on a lot of stuff that I don't want to do because I needed people that weren't available. You really have to do your research and figure out if you have the resources. And that means manpower. That means materials. What are the cost of materials? So normally we help people find the skill trades people that they need for a project right? Mm -hmm. Whenever they hire a designer, a lot of times we know the best people. And so we can get the job done and we can get some strings pulled because of the work we've brought these people. How would one of our listeners that feels that they can't hire a designer to help them with the process, how would they go about finding the people that they need to get the work done? That's a really good question. And I know a lot of times you can ask a friend if they had some work done recently and they liked the people that did their work. Yeah. Ask them, make sure you get those recommendations also. 
You're asking that question, and I absolutely believe you have to get a referral. I believe strongly in the recommendations. They'll do it unless you've seen the work, number one, that they've done somewhere else, and you have a strong recommendation from someone who's used that person. You may not necessarily know the person. It could be, you know, second party, third party. But I strongly believe you need to have someone who has seen or you have seen the work that the contractor has done and you have spoken to that person in detail about how the contractor works. I have contractors that I recommend highly, but I have seen lately they're good people, but they have overextended themselves. And so I will honestly communicate that to a potential client or even a family member or friend. And I will say, this guy is awesome if you're willing to wait. And I recently got a text message from a family member's dear friend saying, well, I'm waiting for him to call and he hasn't responded. He was supposed to start on my job last month. Can you get in touch with him for me? I said, "Mm -mm, I told you he's inundated. He's excellent. Okay. He's very, very good. You have to be willing to wait. If you're not willing to wait, I don't have anybody else for that job that I could highly recommend. And that's the time to cool your heels. As I said, if this is not a dire straight situation, if you've got a plumbing issue, then you might want to call it one of those commercial outfits. Seriously. What's funny about the universe? That's right. What you need will land in your lap. Like you said, sometimes you need a little patience and the universe will deliver it to you, especially when... You need it. It'll come on time. A hundred billion percent. Yeah, that, that's the key. And that's, that is the theme of this conversation today. Have some patience. Yeah. Yeah. Patience is a virtue. Yeah. That's no lie. <laughs> so another question people ask is, I'm doing a renovation or I'm going to do this renovation. It's set to go. But how should I go about deciding what upgrades I should do for my renovation? You got to create a priority list, you know, and I really feel strongly that a lot of people make this decision based on emotion. But if you're looking around the space and something is broken, you know, not just unsightly, but not functioning, it's no longer working and you need it like you need it to function like your kitchen sink. The faucet is leaking badly. That needs to be fixed because that's only going to create bigger problems. Cost you money. Cost you money. (laughs) What a bill going to go up? Water bill's going to go up. So that's a, those are the type of things that I think you have to stay focused on, not the beautification. And it's very hard. I'd like to do some beautification things. The beautification things make you feel good, but it's temporary because you get used to it after a while. It becomes commonplace. I was it's just like, about to say that. That's why yeah. you have to be happy about your situation first, because no amount of material goods or beauty is going to make you have that sustained happiness because unfortunately we can't sustain appreciation for things for some reason. So you got to get used to appreciating things and looking at things with new eyes every day, you know, and trying to notice different things and appreciate what those things do. You loved one thing, let's say you got a new faucet, right? And you thought, oh, it's the best, coolest faucet you've ever seen. And now Moen or Kohler has come out with an even more fantastic faucet that knows when you want to wash your hands and you're about to approach the sink and it squirts the soap for you and just starts washing your hands. You know, And you're like, oh, I need I that. Because you know? <laughs> that's what happens, right? We always have these desires and it's fine, you know, but it's just 
you have to remember that that's how your brain operates. So you can stop yourself from making hasty decisions that are going to, one, cost you money in the long run that you may not have wanted to spend and that you could have used for something that was more important. Like you said, something that was broken and needed to be addressed. So, yeah. And the other thing is, if you want to save money, the best thing to do is to do a periodic audit on your own home. So when I say an audit, everything in your house, like you said, you get used to, right? And sometimes you don't notice when things are bad until they're actually broken and falling apart and not working. But there are signs before the things go bad. So let's say with your toilet, you flush it. And if you're paying attention, you may notice that it's taking a little bit longer for the bowl to fill up, you know, because normally you flush it and walk away. But you may not notice that it's taking a little bit longer for that bowl to fill up and you hear it running longer, but, you know, you're not paying attention. So you need to do a home audit at least once a month. When you flush a toilet or you use the sink, how fast is the water going down? When you flush the toilet, how long is it taking for the bowl to fill up? And these are things you have to look out for because these are things that's going to cost you money. If your water's running for too long, you can end up with a really high bill. Don't wait until the bill goes high because, you know, it takes a few cycles before it catches it. Or sometimes it takes a cycle to catch it, but you might be able to catch it ahead of time and save yourself some money. So that's one thing. Sometimes dishwasher just may not turn on and there was no warning sign. But sometimes it's good to know what are the warning signs of the products and things that I have in my house. Is my couch making a little extra squeak that I didn't notice? You know, it's like, and then the next time you sit on it, it like falls apart. Just different things. Being aware. Take some time, schedule, and once a month, that's the day or two days that you use to pay more attention to the things in your home. And that's my two cents when it comes to upgrading Helping deciding, to prevent these things from happening. And deciding what's necessary to, to, to do and mm -hmm. when to do it. Yep. And taking some homeowner class on how to fix electrical items and plumbing. Because there are places you could go that teach homeowners how to do simple repairs in their homes. So that way you don't always have to call out professionals. Sometimes these things are little things that you have to pay so much for it. But if you could teach yourself some skills as a homeowner, then you're better off like, you know, changing an outlet. You burn the outlet by accident. How to change that switch. Knowing how to put in your own dimmer. Knowing how to put in your own toilet. Knowing how to change your own faucet. These are the skills and things that you can learn so that way you can do certain needed repairs to your home without having to call the professionals in. Yeah. Don't use YouTube all the time. <laughs> YouTube is helpful. But that's not what you want to do. You do want to take a class, have a hands-on learning process, and know how to do these things for if these things arise. They're pretty inexpensive, a lot of these homeowner workshops and classes to teach you how to do these things. So, What are they looking like these days? A couple hundred dollars? Yeah, like two or three hundred dollars. I know my best friend, she did that when she bought her home. And I gave her kudos for that. I was like, yeah, that's smart. So you can't always rely on everyone else. You have to learn some skills yourself. Smart. If you can, if you're physically able to. I love it. All right. So guys, thank you so much for joining us for another episode 
Listen, this episode was suggested by a listener I found out from Alicia. So if you have an idea or if you have a question, burning question, and you want us to discuss it, feel free to drop us an email at hello at tovanteriors.com. Put it in the subject line so that way I know right away, say topic idea or something to grab my attention. And we can discuss your topic the next time. Thanks, Alicia. Thanks, babe. Have a good one. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.